Welcome aboard, William Fitzsimmons. Yeah, oh, yeah, this I, is Jason Friday, Julie yes. Slater. We've met before. We met at the Troubadour back yeah, in but what, We'll talk about that. Hey, hold up, everybody. Oh, uh, hold it up. Okay. I'm excited. Everyone's so excited to get this episode going. It is the Cuz I Have To podcast when living your dream is the only option. Our guest this week is fascinating. First of all, uh, I fell in love when I saw he had a tremendous beard. Now, I don't want to ruin anybody's thing, but it's a little trimmed down than from previous. So he's got a great beard. Originally from Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll talk about that a bit. A singer-songwriter. I like to say he is the singer of sadness. I'm sure he'll, you'll agree with me on that. Uh, it is William Fitzsimmons. Uh, he was also a, a psychotherapist. Very interesting, before he really delved deep into music. Welcome to the program, uh, if we make I am, Fitzy. Yeah. Fitzy, in the house. Fitz, Fitzy is welcomed. It is so nice to be here. Thank you, Julie. All right, well, we're going to dig into your entire life, uh, divorces Great. and all, and uh, that's coming up next. We made it to season three of the Cuz I Have To podcast. When living your dream is the only option. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. We'll be chatting with guests and each other about facing your fears and going for it in life. We hope to inspire you to live your dreams. Now let's get to it. All right. And we're back. William Fitzsimmons, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. I'm so happy to. Thank you. Uh, we first met you at the Troubadour. Uh, I'm not sure if I did an interview with you. I just remember taking pictures with you. I probably threw you. I was. Um, I had a radio show. I do have one now, but I had one where I did a beard of the day, and I would play mm -hmm. their music, so I would post like a picture of their beards. I was always a fan of a beard, and then I finally met a beard, Jason Fry. So many options. I so know. So many options in the last <laughs> 20 years of beards and singer-songwriters. I know. You, it was a beard like, of Palooza. You can't. You can't not hit one if you swing a dead cat. I never understood that uh, that phrase, but yeah, I like to think I was on the front end of that, and oh, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't intentional. I would there would be people. I either got two things. I got people that were like, "Dude, I love your beard. It's so dope." Or I got, "Oh, that's like your shtick. That's like your gimmick." And I was like, "No, I just I just have a beard. I, it wasn't like a thing." I mean, and I understand people thinking that it might have been gimmicky because at one point it was ridiculously Super big. long, yeah. Yeah. And I think- Which I love. I just, I had a little bit of fun with it. And somebody said to me one time, which I should have realized as a, having been a therapist, um, they were like, I bet you're probably kind of hiding behind that. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, not to get too deep, but I think they were probably right a little bit. There's something, <laughs> you know, you always feel getting on, performing in any capacity- um, you feel very exposed. And I'm not a nervous performer, but, you know, you find yourself in situations where you're not necessarily the person that they want to be on stage. And, you know, having a massive, you know, cat on your face, is, it's <laughs> it, it's like, it, it actually is a nice thing to hide behind, you know, sometimes. So that, I think that helped me for, for a while. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I was in therapy 
And I was always talking about how I wanted to meet a guy with this crazy beard. And it was funny. The therapist said, why don't you meet a guy who doesn't really have a beard? But when he's with you, then he grows the beard. So then you're not masking Ooh. behind the, the hidden thing. You just get him to hide it afterward. Anyway. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and guess sometimes, who broke that damn door down? Yeah. Right Jason here. Friday. <laughs> sometimes guys with crazy beards are a little nuts. I... <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest, though, I, I maybe it's like a, you know, a, a Santa Claus um, association, but I, I, I think I associate beards with like more friendly, jovial, calming kind of. Yeah. Yeah. In, in general, I think there's like a I mean, my dad is the archetype that I'm going off of more than anything yeah. sort of, you know, strong, silent, but like you know, teddy bear if they need to be sort of thing. Right. That's, I'm sure that's not true for, uh, there's awful people that have beards probably. <laughs> that's not true, right. William. That's probably, uh, that's maybe it isn't, true. I don't know. Well, you know, it's funny. So I also had this website called Beard of the Day and I would stop people on the street who had beards and get their bio yeah. and all that stuff. So um, I got deep into the beard community. I became like a, uh, a judge at beard competitions the, in LA. That's so awesome. <laughs> that's but I ended up, cool. Uh, the people yeah. were very awesome, but there definitely was a unique crowd, a unique crowd of people who oh. compete in the bearding world, for sure. Yeah, and, meth and, heads. And a lot, I wouldn't even <laughs> say they're meth heads. But, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are. You're right, Fitzy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Venn diagram overlaps a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Circle. Exactly. But did you like, yeah. yeah, interesting. And the lead yeah, guy, there I was th a guy, I don't know what happened to him. He had a very long yeah. beard that was like, Four feet long. Yeah, it was he, like kind of red. He won most right? of them. I did find oh, out he was, damn. you know, he wasn't the greatest person. But I think he put too much. Some people like their beard is their yeah. life, and it's a little like, oh, okay, right. I think he might have shaved it off, and something might have happened to him. We don't know. It's a mystery. I thought the direction you were going when you were like, but he. I thought you were gonna say that he was like doping somehow. <laughs> like there was a big scandal. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh, meth. No, I never yeah, found yeah. out. But that could be. He the was case. rubbing oh the hymns or the growth stuff in his. Uh, <laughs> I was. I was recruited. I was recruited by Team USA, the the beard team. Oh, USA. Yeah. And that was one of the coolest moments of my life. Like there was a guy that came to a show and and gave me like his his card and I looked him up and like sure enough there that's not a massive community I think as you're saying it's not huge or anything but um that was kind of cool I almost wish that I had done it just for the experience oh yeah you know yeah no I mean kidding. it was pretty wild to suddenly like be in the midst of all this beard competition and it seemed pretty <laughs> it's serious so it seemed pretty serious <laughs> there's a world beard thing oh my gosh I there's met a, world yeah, yeah I met a photographer his real name is Jeffrey Beard, but there was already a photographer with that name, so he changed his name to Jeffrey Mustache. No, and, come on. And he competed. No, he, didn't. he competed no, he didn't. with like big mustache. I mean, there's so much we could talk about. You just here. can't even That's have it. You're like, yeah. stop right there. Don't even tell me the rest. He couldn't even be Jeffrey That's Beard. He had to be Jeffrey Mustache. Yeah. I just, I guess I always thought that, yeah, the thing. I mean, I get anything can be art, right? My my daughter is trying to teach me that. Where she's like, "Daddy, I'm an artist," and I, when she said that, I, I was, I felt really proud at first, and then the like, um, you know, the the arrogant sort of holier than thou songwriter in me was like, "Well, I mean, what have you done?" 
you know, like, where, oh, where are your drawings published? You know, at, and is your daughter two or that. something? Um, she's eight. That's not much better, though. I see, I see the point that you're making. No, but I, but she was like, she was teaching me that. So I guess anytime I, I always, I get real like, you know, critical sometimes when I get grumpy and I'm like, oh, that's just dumb. That's not art, you know. But like, yeah, sure it is. I mean, I, I'm hitting, I hit things that make notes. Um, yeah. you know, so if you want to put the Eiffel Tower in the side of your beard or something, that's, yeah. I don't know. Who am I to say it's not art? It yeah, and mine's I mean, better. They're super, <laughs> they're super passionate about it. So, I mean, that's the bottom line. What your passion is. Yeah. And I mean, they live their life that way. Yeah. I think you're right. Passion's probably the key. Yeah. That's why yeah. we have you on. Our podcast is about living your truest passions. That is it's so freaking right. Yeah. Well, here I am doing it. Yeah. I guess. Would you say <laughs> that music is your biggest passion? Or do you have other uh, interests? What's What's the deal there, Fitz? Yeah. Um, always has been since a very young age. Um, that part's kind of boring. But um, yeah, that, but also understanding, uh, oh, that's, I hate how like Gen Z this sounds, but understanding myself and other people which is where the psychology thing came from i was a very emotional kid and am you know obviously a very emotional grown-up now um and i just want i wanted to understand why i had certain feelings you know like i didn't think that at six i wasn't like i, I want to find the you know what's the cause of this but as i got older and i and all of a sudden it was like Oh, there's there are causes to things and there's names for things like when I feel when I get almost shaky because I have to go on the, you know, the bus in seventh grade and Owen is going to bully me for the 400th time this year. You know, what is that feeling? And anyways, so but music. Um, yeah, music's always been the the number one, I think, even as a even as a kid, it just always just felt good. You know what I mean? When you're a yeah. kid and you go through family stuff, you look for something, and I found food um, and music, and um, those have they've been wonderful and horrible things in my life <laughs> up, to, up to this point. Are you a big foodie? Do you cook well, and all that, or you just love? I love. Oh, I, I love. I love cooking. I, I cook with my my wife a lot, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not pretentious about music or food in any way. I just. I, as a kid, it was really a comfort, you know. I just love to, um, I love to eat and I love to listen to music. It's good I didn't like. I was super Christian. I was raised super Christian, so um, it's it's good. I was kind of shielded from like drugs and things like that because I I probably at a young age would have gone hardcore. Deep. I have that personality. <laughs> you would have gone downhill fast. <laughs> I mean, prop like I I mean I just think that's who I am. You know, I sure. I, gra I I think that's one of the things that can make somebody not a good songwriter, but at least have the patience to do it is you have this obsessive addictive kind of quality to it. Yeah. You know, I, I've I have toured with people that they wouldn't stop. They were all even after sound check or whatever, they would just go over and they'd stop. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, they're like, oh, I just I got this little idea. I want to just get down, you know. Um, and I, you can't get me to the beer cooler fast enough at a, <laughs> at a show, you know, but, um, I don't know, but there's some people, they just have that obsession about them. I guess that's part of passion too. Yeah. Yeah. 
That is so very interesting. You, I, I read your bio that you got a guitar at 15, but it was like 10 years later that you really decided to write your first song. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, it, music was so ubiquitous in the Fitzsimmons household that uh, I, it wasn't a th- music, I wouldn't have looked at it as a, like a career or anything. And I didn't feel like I had anything to contribute as a teenager writing wise. Now, some people do. I think Connor Oberst is probably a really good example of somebody that was actually writing at a really young age and writing really well, too. Um, and there have been, you know, there's been people that have started at a young age. But no, not not me. I was like, I was very content to listen to, you know, the Beatles and, and uh, pop music, Boys to Men and all. Like, that stuff yeah. was fun, you know? Like... <laughs> I really, I, yeah. So no, I didn't want to write anything. I wanted to learn those songs. I wanted to play. I wanted to play Led Zeppelin. I didn't want to write a Led Zeppelin song, you know. Oh yeah, we were talking about uh, Jason and I. Um, you said something about learning Stairway to Heaven. I don't even play that well guitar, but it's like I think everyone must. Like I always learned the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> the, yeah. Well, that's I mean, all anybody wants to hear. That anyway. yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you go that to Guitar the... Center, that's what you got to play. <laughs> right. Oh, I've done that. I've 100% have done I like the irony of doing that stuff. Oh, it's beautiful, though. It's a beautiful riff. Yeah. It is. It's just that's fun. Also, that, yeah. That's also why they said in, in uh, uh, Wayne's, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Don't yeah, you can't yeah. play it. Can't you read? No stairway. No Denied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. That was even, yeah, that was a thing. When was that movie made? Early oh, 90s God. or something? Yeah, 90. Yeah. And yet that think, was yeah. already a thing that nobody wanted to hear that riff anymore. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was just it was just fun and and again, it, it was a nice escape, you know. I would come home from school and like I was bullied pretty bad um as a as a I had, you know, I was I was the kid in school that had the blind parents and I was really overweight and I played trombone. Um spoiler alert, trombone wasn't helping my cool factor much. <laughs> <laughs> at all spoiler <laughs> you would have thought it the girls were just you know jumping at me but um i loved coming home and just i would just sit on my bed and i would just play the guitar for like hours my mom would have to come upstairs and tell me to turn the amplifier off because she was like the neighbors are gonna call you have to turn, you know you have to be quiet so it, it just felt it was like a a nice break from all the other shit yeah yeah (laughs) sure dude i i feel you man and again this is this is a podcast you're the guest but just to kind of feel some reality man same thing bus driver teachers kids i mean my last name's friday dude there's six other days to totally bash me (laughs) yeah oddly he was made fun of because of his last name friday i think that's so weird yeah i should be jadomer 2.0 right now but i'm not (laughs) thankfully yeah 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 i they I actually, in time, I learned to appreciate the cleverness of it. They called me, instead of Fitzsimmons, they called me Fat Simmons, which I actually thought was like, the older I got, it was like, (laughs) okay, it's not too bad, (laughs) you know, but like, but you know, stuff like that. But that's like a lot of the people that I've played with and met and wrote, like, not all of them, but... Um, a fair amount, probably a statistically significant amount, have that similar story of feeling lonely or feeling different or something. And you, man, music is like 
it's an entire world that you can jump into. And now there's so many sub communities. You can find people that like the exact same thing as you, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man. Absolutely. How was it growing up with parents that were blind? Like, it must've been unusual. Cause did you have anyone to relate to? Like in that my brother. Scene? Yeah. You have a yeah. one sibling, one sibling, Irish twins. Um, no way. You're a twin. He's, I didn't realize that. Oh no, oh, no Irish twins. He's, Irish he's twin? close. Yeah, it, it it's it's all yeah close. Right, that's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> Is that yeah. like similar uh, to the cat thing? <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, he's 15 months old. She basically like got pregnant. You right know, yeah. the the second that she had him, almost. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my brother and I felt it felt like he was the only one that could understand, and he sort of was. And my parents. Um, sort of in defense of them, they didn't have the ability to understand, you know. Um, but that, I think the the hardest thing was probably not having eye contact. Um, you know, there was some people are always like, "Oh, you could you could lie about your report card, or you could like, I don't know, like steal money from the you know your mom's purse or something like that." But they were too they were too clever. Uh, the, you know, the, I think they were aware of all those things, but yeah, that, that, and I'm very, I'm actually really close with both my mom and dad, but I've always wanted to be able to have eye contact with them, you know? Yeah. Um, and that not, to, again, not to be too dramatic, but right. it's a, it's a thing, yeah. y- you know, the, the whole windows, uh, to the soul idea, right. Yeah. You know, Dude, you take yeah, that away man. and they don't know, they don't know what I look like, you know, um, right. I they don't can know, at least it's just touch stuff like your that. beard, though. Have they touched your beard? Oh, my mom does yeah. every time. Every time she sees me, well, I just show her just to show her how long it yeah. is and my, you know, shaved head. Well, that, that's how they identify, anyways, too. Though they could literally, yeah, you know, and I mean, oh, okay, cool, I, I see, all right, and I'm sure they've touched their own faces throughout their however old long life they've had, and you know, and it's like, okay, that's 100%. different. Cool, I could kind of that. That's it's so interesting to me. People that are. Um, who are blind uh, I'm, I'm it was always just like such a fascinating thing like wow you seem 12,000 times smarter and more yeah. intelligent than yeah. the average person it, it it's you're so right and i'm just as fascinated if not more than you are believe yeah. it or not you know <laughs> like my dad um i still call my dad to this day uh, my dad ha- taught me how to to work with electricity um, cool. which now my dad was partially sighted when he was a kid and he lost it fully by the time he was a teenager. My mom was blind from, from go, but, um, my dad was just kind of this mad scientist genius where he knows how to work, um, with all kinds of electronics. He worked in computers for his career, which is like batshit crazy. Cause he, yeah. his eyes don't work, <laughs> but that, like, that's exactly he remembers my all of it, you know, <laughs> right. like he, I in this room, this light fixture, there was a ceiling fan. I opened it up and I was like, "Oh shit, I got to call dad." You know, and I'm like, "Dad, I got seven wires." And he he just said, "Okay. Uh let's do colors." And he and I I swear to god, it was only with his help that I was able to, you know, not burn the entire house down. <laughs> and he can't see. It's just in his head, you know? So yeah, it's they're not like they're not Superman. Like my dad can't hear through a soundproof wall or something. <laughs> my mom kind of can, but you know. Yeah. But you have to if you want to stay alive. 
you have to be more aware than people that have all your senses, period. Otherwise, you're getting hit by a car. Yeah. That's that's the end of the story. Yeah, wow. Right. Yeah, it it happens to people that have all senses, very keen yep. senses, you know, right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. God, so interesting. But, but anyway, so but to connect that, I'm talking a lot. But that, that's music is often really big in that community, uh, I think, because it's a level playing field. You know, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, guys like that, like they didn't need to have eyes at all. It was all about their ears and their um, and their hearts and their heads, you know. Right. Yeah. And then you go back to like classical. You're yeah. deaf and you could play the most right. magnificent things yep. ever created in this planet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He he kept it all he kept it all in his head before it went and he still had the math and he still had the passion. It's insane, but Yeah. Uh yeah, makes me look yeah, I complain about it all the time, <laughs> you know. My dad like, doesn't pull that card a lot, but he could. You know, he's like, "Oh, really? Your eyes work today?" <laughs> that would have been awesome. I should tell him to say that more often. You <laughs> totally should, because he would say it with so much like kindness behind his voice, and you'd be 100%. like, you "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh, my dad, actually. That is very funny. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, let's get into uh, in one of I think it's on Twitter or something. Your bio says enjoys whiskey and plaid shirts oh we're big whiskey drinkers jason would like to oh, dig yeah. deep into this you still whiskey drinking oh well well i'm taking i'm drying up a little bit at the moment but oh, i did um, hear that you um were hitting it hard during the pandemic yeah also <laughs> like before the pandemic no but that was like I made jokes about that, but like truth, I was drinking just as much beforehand too. I got kids, so you know. Uh, I don't no, know. Man. I do. <laughs> I've never tried pappies. I've never tried pappies before. That's kind of a bucket list thing to me. Where's pappies? What's that? Where's that from? Uh, what Pappy Van Winkle? Um, it's yeah, uh, help me out. Yeah. What is that? Um, God, it's it's I Kentucky, isn't it? It, it is. It Kentucky. is. But yeah. um. It's basically, Van Winkle's like, Rob, okay, the singer in my band, Robin. He he used to be a bartender for at like rad bars in L.A. And he's like, "You want you want to do some Van Winkles?" And I was like, "Do I want? What kind of a question is that? You I crazy love the voice though that you did. <laughs> you want to do some Van Winkles? You want to do some Van Winkles? He kind of said it like that. And I'd be like, "Yeah, man." And I and yeah. if I did have it, sorry, I was already too lit yeah. up from the yeah. night. Ah! Which, I know, which is which is incredibly upsetting because <laughs> there's too many moments um, and yep. too many great whiskey bars that. Yep. Anyways, it's a it's shitty. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, the story is you mean or the the the, the, the fact so is, that he never doesn't remember drinking it. Yeah. It yeah. Just, you, oh, you don't even like remember the and even if you did, it might not be the most accurate. No, that's the that's yeah. the problem. Whether so, I remembered or not, my taste buds would be like, hundred <laughs> percent. Man, that's a bummer. That's a bummer, but that's okay. There's other chances. It's it's very expensive, Julie. Yeah. Right? I believe I'm it's. It um, up, yeah. What can you get it on eBay for? I don't know. Twelve hundred? Is it more than that? Am it's I... it is. Is it, it all yeah, twenty three I mean, year old whiskey? I think there's a couple. Yeah, there's, there are. I think there, there are might be a twelve. Ones. 
Yeah. Frankfort, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So it's like bourbon, <clears throat> bourbon trail, I guess. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. I no, it's, I stick to I stick to the like fifty dollar level. That around yeah. that thing. I think that's a nice uh what did I have? Uh, Woodsford. Oh yeah, Woodsford the yeah. other night. Yeah. You know, that kind bullet, that kind of thing. That's a yeah. little bit cheaper, but it's good. Stuff it like is that. good. Those are nice dailies. I mean, bullet I got yeah. Julian to whiskey with bullet. You know, yeah. we were at a wedding. I was like, we throw a couple, you know, could you throw a couple yep. dashes of bitters in there? I like She's the like, little right. bitters then, in there. Yeah, the absolutely. But yeah. talk about I, getting hooked on it. phonics. Holy shit. Yeah, and then old, like, fashions. <laughs> old fashions are so good. Yeah. Oh. And can... now, by the way, Fitzy, I don't know if you know, mm. but they're starting to make old fashions like pre-made and, and it seems like it would be gross. It is. Sure. But we have come across uh, one is, was it a Total Wine and More? I forget. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the brand? Okay. Yeah, it was High West. They put High West, High West bourbon and oh. High West rye yeah. in it. Oh, High West is good. Yeah. And you just pour it on the I rocks mean, there, Fitzy. And yeah, okay. You're set. We just had well, a listen, Trader I'm okay Joe's with one. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, but I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's it. not a, the, Yeah, the pretentious thing is no fun. <laughs> it's no fun. Nobody, nobody wins. Nobody no. wins in, in that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, damn it. Now there is some bad stuff. Yeah, you know, there's really bad stuff in the world. Not just like murder and stuff, but other things too. <laughs> yeah. I, you just I have a master's whiskey. degree. Did you hear that <laughs> sentence I just said? But like other stuff too. I sound like your friend. Like, uh, <laughs> but like uh, you know, but like other stuff too. But you know, if you like it, you like it. Like that's the thing. I always try to remember that. I read that in a mixing, like audio mixing book. It was a quote from I don't know Cicciarelli. One of like the really you know. Lord Algae, one of those guys. And it was like, I if uh if it sounds good while I'm standing on my head and turning it backwards, then it is good. You know, it's just one of those things. Like yeah. if you like if you like how it sounds, if you like how it tastes, cool. You know, within reason, I guess. If you like how a human leg tastes, don't fucking do that. But... <laughs> Wait, how yeah. what's your opinion on white claws? They're too sweet. <laughs> Oh, thank I God, dude. Too, not yeah. that I thought yeah. anything different, but I I was hoping you'd say that. I'm not a, but again, I'm not a, like, I mean, I used to, oh, my, my drink of choice when I was, um, when I was younger, like a long time ago, was I, I would drink those Bartles and James. Oh like, my God. Wine dude. coolers, like fuzzy yes. navels and shit. But you know what, man? They were awesome. It was like drinking a soda. It was like drinking a soda, but then you would get a buzz, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the cool. girls uh, that I hung out with were always like, let's get some boons. And I was like, seriously, it's $2 and you're going to get diabetes. Boons farm. <laughs> I thought that was like local, but I guess that's like, that's a, everybody has. Oh, yeah. well. I mean, but again, there's a, there's a limit. Like there's a limit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's local somewhere, but. It doesn't have to just be like Bach. If someone's like, I just listened to Bach. No, like, right. really, like like nothing else, really, you know. But yeah, I mean, there is, there has to be some line, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> I think so. I did you? Uh, makes it, did you yeah. ever try uh, Blanton's? Heard of it? I've never yeah. had it. It's almost like it looks like a cool, like old crystal. Like yeah. it's it look. I haven't tried it either, but it's definitely on the list to do. Hell yeah, dive in. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, I love that. I usually have to travel to do it too because I live in the country. So we don't have like there's the only bars around here, like the best case scenarios, Guinness, that kind of thing. Um, which Where again, that's are you okay. living now? You, I know you're from Pittsburgh. Do you live near Nashville or? I, uh, I uh, lived in many different places. I lived in Nashville for a year, mm-hmm. um, moved back maybe four years ago and uh, back to Jacksonville, Illinois. Oh, Oh yeah, you did just. So. Where where were you originally born? Pittsburgh or Illinois? Pit, Pittsburgh. I lived yeah. um, lived the first eighteen years of my life in the same house in Pittsburgh, um, and uh, yeah, went back and lived there for a few years when I was going to grad school. So I, I love that area. Pittsburgh is awesome. Um, oh, nice. It's a it's just a it's a cool city. It's fun. It's like a little dirty. Um, it's like good people, like hardworking people. You know, it's cool. Blue collar. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there you nice. go. I recently, I work at a station called the SoCal Sound in uh, 88.5 in L.A. So I recently played uh, tracks off your new covers album, Covers Volume Thank you. 1. Yeah. Uh, we are both big Phoebe Bridgers fans. I, I saw sure you are. explain like yep. why you chose certain songs. I don't know if I caught the one or if you did one about Phoebe Bridgers. We didn't do it. We didn't do it yet. Oh, um, it's coming up. That one, yeah, that story. I'll make. I'll try to make that brief. I know, my wife always laughs when I say that. She's like, "Yeah, bullshit." But <laughs> um, I loved her first record so much. Yeah. Um, and she's fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah. And but that first record, particularly, like that was just you know hit at a good time, right? That's often yeah. why we like a record. It hit hit at the right time. And um, this again, this gets kind of dark, but all my stories are really dark, but. The the guy that my wife was having an affair with recorded a cover of that song for her, like oh. sort of as a gift. Oh, that's sweet. And, um, <laughs> what a sweet guy. <laughs> right? That's what I said, too, when I found That's the first thing she told me, and I was like, that's adorable. <laughs> Thank <laughs> don't you, love honey. The, don't what? Love the, yeah. And then I tried to get why would I try to kiss her then? She's totally <laughs> had an affair. That's how That'd much it affected you. Weird... It affected you yeah, yeah. in such a way. <laughs> I can't even be mad. I can't even be mad right now. Um, so I covered it not as it was not a fuck you. It was. It sounds I like love... a fuck you, Fitzy. Okay, it was a fuck you. 100% it was a fuck you. But, but it was also, it was me taking back that song. Yeah. Oh, I, I like loved it. that song. I loved it, and I wanted to and listen to it again. fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that well, guy. She she did. <laughs> That's it's funny you should mention that. That's exactly what she did. So hold on, a fun fact: she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> but I mean, you know. But now, like, I can just, uh, you know, I can listen to it again. I can listen to her again. I can listen to it again. It did the pre- and I like my cover. I I I yeah, it's very, love that really song. Sweet. And, I love it. Um, thank you. Yeah, but it was um, it was cool. It was cool to like reclaim, you know. Hell yeah, absolutely. That's a nice yeah, uh, especially yeah. a song like that. I mean, seriously, yeah. come on, fuck you guys. How dare you I mean, take that? From me? <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> no, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm I'm serious. Yeah, like what I'm, you could you couldn't have done puddle of mud. <laughs> no, dude. I fucking love Puddle of Mud. Nobody say anything bad about it. You that. love oh Puddle of Mud. Oh my god, dude! Do you remember Blurry? Do you remember that oh, song? Oh yeah, Blurry? I worked at the station. Yeah. and played it. Yep. Girl, that. Oh my god, that song is so good. I'm sure I've seen Puddle of Mud live. 
I don't know how many people can say that. It, I mean, it, if it were like 1990. It was back then. Yeah, nine? it wasn't any time recently. No, no, I wasn't trying to age any of us on that. I'm just saying if it was then, a lot of people would have. They were like, yeah. although they were kind of one hit though, I guess, right? Yeah. I think they were like two hit wonders. Yeah, Maybe two, two yeah. hit. Two, they had a two hit thing. They had a but yeah. two, they had two a couple enormous hits. Of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. They, were, <laughs> they hit a couple, and then they had a couple. <laughs> you know what I wanted to get to? Because you, uh, you seem okay. like like you are such a I don't know what the term is for like a roadie. Like you're always on the road, or always have sure. been, and that's how oh, yeah. you've like built your career and where you are now. Like the pandemic mm-hmm. must have really been devastating. If you've always, yes. had, did you always, always tour? And then all of a sudden, like, what do you do with yourself besides drinks? Yes. <laughs> the, t- the touring had been like really constant. And, you know, there was, there was some year where I was gone the better part of seven months and an- another year might be like three months or something. So it wasn't like I was, you know, I wasn't doing like the, the Rolling Stones do or something for like a whole year, but yeah, um, yeah it it was like it was kind of cool at first because um i liked the idea of just like being home getting my my house set up and you know working on the house spending time with the kids um and i was single at that point too so i was like well i could you know fill up time with that of course that went out the window cuz we couldn't see people <laughs> but um it 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 was hard it got really hard and i had to fight from turning into a real jerk um like to my kids and stuff you know they deserved to have me be uh, the loving dad that i believe that i am at my best and but it was like brutal because you'd wake up and every day was the exact same and again people died so i'm not trying to say my experience was that difficult but and coming back that believe it or not has been probably more painful than even not touring um, because it's different. Something about it has changed, you know? Um, I agree. I don't know. All these people, like you've read about all these people like canceling their tours and leaving their tours early and... Uh, Dude, jeez, man. I feel like if we knew each other, we'd become best friends right about now because... I believe that, seriously, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, for real. I, I. No, no, you're still here. You're connected to me, and I'm connected you're still to you. Here. You're still, still here. Still here. Still here. Here you right. are. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I I get that. It's, what it's is, a very... So, what do you think is different? Just because the the tours are so on edge, because that they could cancel at any time, and it's not there's so it's, much to worry about. I guess. I think it's bigger. I think it's cultural. I think that. A lot of people, including myself, got used to being at home. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you're it's right. that simple. And so, like, um, the people that have been coming out—I did a U.S. and a European tour last year. The people that are coming out are like amazing, and they're like, they—they they were the people that were like waiting at the door once the restrictions were lifted. You know, yeah. the cool. the other how many of her, you know, percentage of people, I think they got used to being at home and I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah, a very different experience. Um, I'm sort of looking forward to going back again on the sooner side to kind of uh, have a mulligan, you know, have a redo. 
but I, I I don't know. And 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 my life is different too. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. uh, I'm married again. I have a toddler as well as two older kids and um you know, touring's still fun. Don't get me wrong, but um I'm getting a little older. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dynamics are different, of course. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. You have I a mean, tour I... set for this year? Um no, not Anything yet. Anything in the works? Yeah. Uh yeah, I, mean, I think I think we're discussing going back to Europe. Um but I don't know about the I don't know about the states again this year. I'm not so sure. Touring the states uh is very different than touring in Europe. Um obviously the the travel is just way harder. And I don't care. Like I I'll I have driven 15 hours in one day by myself. Like it's not, you know, it's that's what I do. I drive, you know, music is like a very short amount of time on the road, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen Boise. It's cool. I don't really, I don't need to go back. Need to go back there. (laughs) Ever again. I I say that, uh, I've been there too, but I say that about Salt Lake city. (laughs) Some people are like, I love it. And I was like, no, I mean, I like, I guess what, when I say I like it, I mean, I like the venue that I play there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I like the fans that come to the show. But yeah, as far no. as the city, I, I think I can a- take it or leave it. Yeah. Anything in the venue, the building was amazing. Great. That was the Solid. best part. Yeah. <laughs> Outside, yeah. I'm like, no, we're not doing yeah, this again. Yeah. Let's keep, let's go to Denver. Yeah. Let's go to Denver. Keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. Yeah. It's still it's still fun. It's it's just different, and that's okay. It's okay for sure. things to things to change. It's not supposed to look like when I was twenty eight and single and no kids and yeah. young and energy and like you know. It's not supposed to look like that anymore. You know? Yeah. All right, guys. It's the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. We ask you five quirky, quick questions. To get to know you even more, Fitzy, are you ready? Are you ready for it? I'm so ready for this. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number one. You're known for sad songs. Name a happy song that really gets you going. Oh, I like that. Um, that really get me. Man, I was get, I'm trying to name upbeat songs. I'm thinking of pop songs, but the ones that I really like are sad. This shouldn't be hard for me, right? Oh, yeah, no, I got one. Mexico by James Taylor. Oh, down in Mexico. Sounds so sweet, but the sun's singing low. That's such a good song. It's got those cool beats and stuff. Yeah, I like JT. I liked hearing you sing there. That took a while for me to think of a happy song that I like. That was hard. (laughs) Name one happy uh, song. Elliot Elliot Smith. Did he Elliot have any happy? Uh, Yeah, there's one called. No, I'm not even going to go there. Okay. Question number two. All right, you're originally from Pittsburgh. Actually, part of my family is from there as well. I've never been there. But name one good thing about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Done. Oh wow! That was That's the fast. easiest. That was very fast. Okay. Massive no Steelers word. fan. Massive Steelers fan. Massive Good. Steelers fan. Love Perfect. football. Love that city. Yeah, Pittsburgh's awesome. Permani Brothers sandwiches. Those are really good too. That's the place that started putting French fries on sandwiches. They started that trend. Oh, no I didn't even way. know that. You put They've French been doing fries that for sandwiches. a long time ago. It's a chain. That's a Pittsburgh thing. You put like coleslaw. You put your sides on the sandwich basically, and eat it like that. I don't know why. 
it's really gimmicky actually when you and i don't even like it it's dumb just <laughs> yeah next I time people bring up your was... they bring up your beard being a freaking gimmick you'll be like, you want to know what a gimmick is go to pittsburgh done french fries on a sandwich <laughs> check all right Weird question though. question hey, number yeah. three Sorry. uh we've yeah. uh, been chatting about food uh what's the mm. best meal you've had on tour Fucking calzones. <laughs> New York. Oh, I will lay. I will drink while I'm at the venue, and I'll we'll get a buyout instead of, you know, getting the meal catered or something like that. Because they're always gonna make some weird thing, but you know, a bland chicken in a pot kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I will go back to my hotel, and I will open up DoorDash, and I will get a big nasty calzone, and I will wake up in the morning with like half of the calzone on my stomach in bed that's awesome that is the best visual ever no it's not it's disgusting i'm really hairy like super super hairy and i'm way too old to do all the like oh do you manscape no no okay uh Lots question number hair. four. Oh my god yeah. All right, if you excuse me, if you could do a world tour with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Obviously, they would wouldn't be dead on stage with you. Yes, that's correct. They are living or they are back alive. They're you back brought from them the back dead, from the dead because tour. this was your choice. The genie gave you one wish. But they would look like a dead a corpse. But yeah, it would yeah. be the best La- ladies, ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> And he's playing pedal steel, but I just like, it's like, remember Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When that, they were like, dude, what a so great I would like stand, movie. I would stand behind Abraham Lincoln and do this, so it looked like he was <laughs> playing something. Um, it would be, my answer's not, it's not great. It, honestly, it would be uh, Mario, my, my longtime tour manager and friend, and my friend Abby Gunderson, who stopped touring um a few years ago for some uh, well various and sundry reasons but she is amazing she's like my favorite person i've ever played music with and we toured together for years and mario is just one of my best friends that team is so solid it's like my it's my second family you know That's that sweet. answer was too emotional the abraham lincoln thing was funnier but um <laughs> yeah for me tour i start to get really like out of my mind after a few weeks on tour and I'm like I don't like this constant movement I want to like sit on my porch you know and so having your people there is so important for me for other people I've seen it they don't care they're just like doing mushrooms and they're partying and that's cool too yeah. but um, yeah for me it's like ugh, I need my people yeah sure okay. support is everything man absolutely yeah yeah all right question number five and our final question William Fitzsimmons mm-hmm. yep You've spent time as a therapist and spent time going to therapy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. What, what is your biggest takeaway for people searching for happiness? Hmm. Uh, well, I'd say, uh, I'd probably say look for joy instead of happiness. That's probably what I'd say. Joy is, uh, it's implied that it's temporal. You know, this idea of this constant state of happiness to me is just, it's, it's, uh, doesn't help you because it's not possible. You know, 
like something, you know, I was having like a great moment and I put my shoe on and my toddler is put, he put like half of his lunch inside my shoe. And like in that <laughs> moment, I was like, well, there you go. You know, joy over <laughs> joy finished. Yeah. Good but then like, <laughs> but then like he does something silly and like you laugh and you're like, oh, there it is again. Yeah. You know, that's overly way overly i prozac is great too i've been using that for a long time so i don't discount that either and weed uh psilocybin anyways yeah it's a whole thing yeah no i thought yep. that was a nice answer all right no yeah. that's that is a perfect answer absolutely all right well thank you fitzy for coming on the because i have to podcast and sharing your passions with us it was super fun hanging out this was so much fun thank you for having me absolutely man Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. That was Beardy Fitzsimmons. William Fitzsimmons. Fitzy! We didn't even make fun. I remember you used to call him Fitzgerald because you knew someone with that last name. Oh, yeah. Like, are we going to see Fitzgerald tonight? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I forgot. I know. I, I was trying to remember some of the things. Um, no, that was... that was. He's cool. I mean, but he's always cool. Again, like, I brought up, you know, us... Or me taking this picture of you guys in 2015 at the Troupe, and he was hilarious on stage. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like he—he's and he's hilarious interviewing. And he's, he's got a like a sarcastic uh, bend. Yeah. And so anytime you, it's funny. I read this line, and it's funny. I've heard it live. So all of his songs, you have to listen to his music. Very sad. One of my favorite songs is "Beautiful Girl." This is going back quite a bit. Um, but he always will say to the audience, all right, guys, I'm going to switch it up now and play something acoustic and sad. And the, like everyone laughs because every right. song is acoustic and sad. Right. Yeah. At least live. <laughs> or maybe, I don't know. Have you ever seen him with the band? Because I heard some, on some of his records, he has a band backing him or something. It's not like an acoustic version. I'm trying to think of the Troubadour. Wasn't I just, I think I've only seen him play solo. I, yeah, yeah. I've only seen him maybe twice, but he's yeah. It was all acoustic every time. Yeah, each time. But yeah, yeah. so that was that was super fun. So freaking fun! I love that guy. He's cool. Yeah, I that's funny. We too, were ben. we were setting up that. What's up? No, I was just joking. I love you too, Ben. Because Ben Birdwell <laughs> from Band of Horses, our previous guest, is yeah. tuning into all the episodes now. He's that's right. He's probably downloaded all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. it's so funny we were setting up that like Pittsburgh was the worst place in the world even though we've never been there but then he was like it's so great there I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I right. know before, like when he was talking about I was like well this question will be funny or he'll just blast it and nail it and and he did I mean yeah I didn't know he was a Steelers fan but obviously that's sure it makes, makes sense, sense. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah I didn't know either but Steelers fans are pretty hardcore so yeah no that was fun he's he's i mean we knew what he would be like and he's still the same guy you know what's so great um so he did this covers album uh he does covers of like uh, taylor swift song peter gabriel joy division elton john um and on his instagram he told stories like oh this is why i picked this song and then the next one is oh this is why i picked this song so i noticed that he didn't mention why he picked phoebe bridgers but what a story we got out oh of God, that, that one was, i know <laughs> wow holy moly 
it, I, I mean, that just makes that much more sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a wild one. I know. No, a lot of interesting facts um, that, I mean, I, I didn't know, but you, you didn't know, you know, and you being a pretty large fan of his, too, for yeah. years. There's another good quote from him. You need the shadow to be able to appreciate the sun. And that's right. The uh, True. You need the dark times to know the good times. As, as you and I say, we had to date a lot of, <laughs> I was going to say, a lot of terrible people. One of my exes listens to the podcast. He was fine. Um, we had to date a lot of terrible people to realize what an amazing good person was like. So you need the dark to go with the light. You know what I mean? I, I loved his yeah. answer for don't look for happiness. Look for moments of joy because that's that's that the best. So Looking for complete happiness is a setup. It, right. Yeah. Incre- I, yeah. I was blown away by yeah, as simple really and, and whatever yeah. as somebody might think that is. No way. That is crazy powerful and amazing. Unreal. Wow. That was some good stuff. All right, I think we got. I think we got another great wrap. Twenty twenty three is is really is coming pushing to me. along nicely on the Cause I Have to podcast. Really, we couldn't do this without you guys for listening. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Uh, we love chatting with people. I, I love just you know you can you can feed off of other people's passions, and that's what we're doing here. So it's been real fun. Yes, I'm having a blast. Thank you for everything. Till next time, kitties love you thanks for listening to the because i have to podcast find us on instagram at because i have to podcast email us at because i have to podcast at gmail.com if you know someone living their dreams tell us about them and if you dig what you hear please share the, the podcast, podcast on, on your, your socials, socials so we can grow this baby okay folks until next time <laughs>